Hebrews chapter number 12 this morning. When I got called to preach by the Lord, I knew I was going to be a Baptist preacher because I hate to run. I hate it. I mean, I can lift weights, but the Lord made me to fight somebody not to run from them or die either way. But I'm not running. I hate running. There's people in high school who would run cross country. And I thought they were the most crazy people in the world. Who wants to go out in the woods and just run for miles for a sport? Like, it, it's dumb. Danny, you're one of them. You're, just be honest with you. And Brandon. But when I was in the military, there was no option. I mean, they never asked me, hey, Isaac or Rivenbark, do you want to run today? No. When I was in the military, it just came with the job that you're here, you're going to run. In life, you have no option but to run a race that God has put you in. And Hebrews chapter number 12 is where we're going to be this morning. We're going to start in verse number 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. But Lord, I pray that it's just not an opportunity to preach, but hearts and minds can be touched by your word. Lord, if there's something you want me to say, put it in my mind. If there's something you don't want me to say, hinder me from speaking it. Lord, let us keep our eyes on you. We'll give you all the glory and honor for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, I do want to mention before I get into my message, today is a special day. and um, November 14th would have been... My grandpa's 89th birthday, and I get to preach from his Bible. I pulled a Dr. Luke in on that one. And so it's a special day for me, because without my grandpa, I wouldn't be here. Uh, he was a great pastor, a great preacher. And so I want to take a moment and just recognize that. But like I was saying before, when I was in the military, we had two-mile tests that we had to run, and, and we had to run this in 16 minutes or less. 16 minutes or less is pretty fast. So they would give you tips and they would give you little tricks and, and things you could do to help you improve your run time. So this morning, I want to give you three tips for running the race of life. The first, te- the first tip that I want to look at is you must determine that you will finish well. See, runners tell you that the biggest obstacle to hurdle in a race, in a marathon is not the pain, it's not your physical fitness, it's your mind. See, they have the mindset that no matter what comes, no matter the pain that comes, they're going to finish that race the best that they can. Many people have the mindset in the Christian race that I'm going to run this race and however I do is however I do. I'm just going to go out there, you know, I'll prep a little bit, but once I'm out there, I just... We'll run it. The mindset of starting like you finish or finishing like you starting. You have to have that mindset before the race starts. Before the pain and before the trials and before the suffering comes, you have to have the mindset that I'm going to serve Christ no matter what. 
See, Paul was able to say in 2 Timothy 4, 7 that I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Not because in that moment he decided that he was going to follow Christ, but because when he started out, he had the mindset that no matter what happens, no matter who abandons me, no matter who tries to kill me, that I'm going to stand for the Lord and I'm going to finish well. It's a mindset that you must have if you're going to finish well. Now, you not only have to have this mindset before it starts, but you have to have this mindset when people leave you. See, people leave and people come, but you have to have the mindset that no matter who comes, no matter who goes, you're going to stay. Now, for the teachers... For the people with more life experience, I have something for you, I promise. They say that the easiest part of the race is the last mile, the last little bit. Because you can see the finish line, you can see that you're so close, you see that you're going to finish. But I suggest to you that the last mile is the easiest to coast through. Because you know you're going to finish. See, when I was in the military and we were running these two-mile races, two-mile tests, we had someone at this finish line. And, and we had someone to tell us what our times were. And there was two types of people. There were the people that, that heard that they were going to finish in time and they just kind of coasted till the end. And then the second group of people were the ones that pushed themselves the hardest. There's someone looking at you. There's someone watching you. Be the ones that finish great. God is not done using you. But you have to be willing to be used. Brother Lucan, do you know what time I'm supposed to finish? 10.30? I thought it was 10.20. I was getting a little worried. The second tip I have for you. Keep running. See, keep running when you're hurting. Romans 8.18, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Any runner that has ran any race knows that there's going to be pain that comes. What makes a difference between a runner and a winner is how they deal with the pain. It's the same with the Christian life. The difference that makes a Christian that is, is highly viewed in God's eyes. I don't want to be successful, uh, humanly speaking, but I'm talking about successful in God's eyes. And the ones who are just in the race is how they deal with the pain that comes in the race. What do I mean by keep running? I mean, keep serving the Lord. Keep looking for ways that you can please him. Maybe you don't have to be a preacher if you're a guy. Maybe you don't have to marry a pastor's wife or a missionary as a girl. You don't have to do that to run for, the, for, run for Christ. But you do have to give him your all. Keep running when others stop. See, in our PT test, physical training test is the two-mile test. We would run our test and we would start at the same spot. And we would all be lined up and we ran through a park. Well, you saw these people that would just take off in the beginning. And you look at it, well, they, they're going to pass. 
Uh, if you're like me, you're back here in the back and you're saying, well, I hope I pass. But you know they're going to pass. And as you keep running, you're steady, you keep going. It was weird to find that you start passing the people who started out so great because they stopped to walk. In your Christian life, if you haven't experienced it yet, you will. You will see people who started so great for the Lord. You will see people who, who, who you look at and you say, wow, I want to be like them one day. And you'll see them stop serving the Lord. Keep running, no matter who stops. No matter if Dr. Bill stops. I, I pray that he doesn't. But what are you going to do if Dr. Bill stops running for the Lord? Have you determined that you're going to keep running? The third tip I have for you, it goes with our theme. Keep your eyes on Christ. See, keep your eyes on Christ when the finish line seems so far away. My dad served in the military, and after he got out of the military, I think he went a little crazy and started running races for fun. I don't know. But when I was joining, he gave me this tip because he knew I hated running. He said, whenever you're running up a hill or whenever you see a hill coming, just look at the road in front of you. Just keep your eyes ahead of where your next step will be. And sooner or later, you'll be at the top of the hill and not even know it. See, in life, if we keep our eyes on Christ and not the problem, if we keep our, our eyes on Christ and not the situation that we're in, sooner or later, we will see that this race we're in goes by like that. James 4, 14, we learn that life is a vapor. It's here and then it disappears. If you ask these older people on faculty and staff and you say, how's this race going for you? Odds are they'll say it's going faster than I thought it would. It's passing a whole lot quicker than I expected, but I'm trying to go. Keep your eyes on Christ, though others get off the right path. We used to run through this park for our PT test. And there was one part in this, this route that you could skip through the path and cut through a field. And it would save you a good little bit of time on your PT test. Now, when we relate this to our lives, and especially for you who are going into the, into the ministry, there will be those you see cut through a field. You will see that they might have a larger ministry than you. You may see that they have no worries at the end of the month whether they're going to pay their bills. They've cut through the path that God has set them on. They're still running the same race as you. But they will be held accountable for the path that they cut through. It's not your job to worry about that. Your job is to stay on the course that God has set out for you. See, when I was in school, I don't know if you've heard of a fun run, but a fun run is these sponsors come in and they, they basically bet on kids, but they, <laughs> they say, I'm going to pay this much every time this certain kid runs a lap around a, a course. And we did this in high school and they would grab the elementary school kids. And they would bring all the elementary school kids out and they would have a little course and they would have them running. 
And it was interesting because there was three types of kids. The first kid, they were so excited. They had so much energy that they would take off. And eventually they would either be running in little small circles, not even on the course, or they would just bolt and find friends and go play. They just had so much energy. They had no care or desire to run that race. The second type of people, the kids, they they were the ones that had the cool light-up sneakers, the ones that had the flash t-shirt to the race. You know, they were going to be the ones that did it. And they would take off and they would run about a lap and then they would stop because they realized that running a race is not as easy as it looks. And sure, they might start walking it, but they didn't run it like they set out to. And the third type kids were often the ones you didn't expect. The ones who just consistently ran, they would wave at their parents, you know, they, hi, and they just kept running. Which runner are you in this Christian life? Do you have so much energy that you're just going to hop off the course and do what you want in life? Or maybe you're set out, you're determined, you've got everything you need. You went to Bible college, you're set for this race, you got the t-shirt, and you take off and you realize running is harder than it looks. Will you stop? Or will you just be those kids that no one expects? The ones that might not look like they're set out to run a race. The ones that, that might not be the, one, the first ones that everybody bet their money on. But they continue to run no matter what. So I have a few questions for you as I finish. God's not interested in what place you come in in this race or who you beat. But he is concerned with how you personally ran it. So, have you determined to finish as strong as you started? No matter the pain, no matter the heartache, no matter the disappointments that you'll face. Are you starting to question if you can keep on running for the Lord? You're in Bible college, you just started, but you could still be questioning that. I promise, if you trust God, He will give you the strength to run the race. He's never asked you to run it on your own. And finally, as our theme for the year says, are you keeping your eyes on Christ? What is your focus right now? If it's anything anything other than serving the Lord with all your heart, you may just look up one day and see that you're cutting through off the right path. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for this day, and once more, I thank you for the opportunity. But Lord, I pray that something that was said here this morning can stick in a heart, even if it's mine. That no matter what comes in this race that you've set before us, that we'll keep on serving you. Lord, we give you all the glory and honor for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.